You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Time for chaos. Uh, only a few of these left. Who knows? This could be the season finale. Probably not. I think we have a couple more. But uh, every episode is so precious now because there'll be a little break when we get that that major cliffy to end the season. Um, but before we jump in, because we have a lot to talk about, um, anything going on exciting in your lives? We'll start with you, Kate. <laughs> I am always mortified at the top of every session when I remember you ask a random question and I don't have something prepared. Like, I don't know what it's going to be. And I'm always worried if it's vague and this Mm -hmm. is really vague. Um, Exciting. Exciting. It's really uh, subjective. I officially started my new job as a founding engineer at a company. uh, What does that uh, mean? Like a day ago. I'm one of the first. Like you work with trains? Yes. Choo-choo. Finally. Yeah, I'm actually the one that like shovels the coal. Cool. Yeah, it's a sweet gig. <laughs> Sounds pretty sweet. <laughs> Sometimes I get to like toot toot, but not all the time. Oh, right. Uh, that's the next level of engineering. That comes with healthcare. That's a for the senior engineer. engineers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no. What does this mean? You you were working a job and then you you left that job, took a little uh, staycation, and then yeah. you are starting this founding engineer. Uh, layman's terms. What does that mean? It's like a startup that like we're building the thing. It doesn't exist yet. It's me and another engineer and the CEO, and it's wild, wild west. And yeah, that sounds it's pretty cool, high tech. Are you going to move to Silicon Valley? And no. build apps? You can build apps from anywhere. Can you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you? Maybe you can't, but I can. <laughs> I know oh. nothing about apps. How dare you? How dare you? You know what? You just lost yourself an app job. Because I was looking for a founding engineer. Why <laughs> I just told my wife this morning. I said, honey, we need a founding engineer for our app. But I will go with a uh, senior engineer, I guess. Oh. Um, no, this is exciting. And so you, you like your job. That's that's nice. If you like your job, never feels like work, right? Oh, yeah. Way better than big fintech that I was in before. <laughs> Not Good. my speed at all. <laughs> How long until you get sick of this job? Um, I'd give it at least a couple weeks. Good. Good. Oh, that's not bad. That's yeah. solid. Do you get lunch breaks? I mean, depends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Lunch break is key. Lunch break? (laughs) I'm assuming this is all remote work and you just make your own schedule, yes? Yeah, I just got to do whatever I want. Good for you. Good for you. Rob, can you beat that? Can you beat founding engineer? No, there's nothing exciting really going on here. Uh, I have a couple stand-up shows this weekend, which I'm still not 100% uh, comfortable doing. And I have to write almost 20 minutes worth of material between... Uh, right now and Friday and Saturday. So, are you doing twenty or thirty? I'm doing ten on Friday, 
If you're in Denver, come on down to Rise Comedy. That's the <laughs> come on down to the Giggle Factory. Come on down. It's a no drink minimum, I believe. Um, yeah, I have to do ten minutes there, and then the next night I'm in like a uh, it's like a comedy debate thing. So I actually have been given like a topic that I have to argue. It's like I do four minutes, and then the other person I'm debating on a to- on the opposing topic does four, and then I do another four, and then they do four. So I have to write eight for that and ten for the other one. Oh, that's so, exciting. Uh, yeah. Do you enjoy, that sounds like you enjoy that more than the straight stand-up. Uh, yeah, because at least it gives you some, like, parameters. Like, I, for instance, uh, so I have to do, I did it once before, and it was sheep versus wolves. So I had to argue why sheep were greater than wolves. Uh, and this one coming up is I have to argue strength versus uh, weakness, hmm. uh, where really I'm inclined to argue the opposite, but uh, given my life. Uh, but doing strength. And uh, we'll see. I don't know. I don't. I think I might wear a tracksuit. I don't fucking know. I like That's it. And I why got. the dip into stand up? Because you were you were an improv guy for a long time. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, I don't know because it was always a something that's terrified me. Mm-hmm. Um, and because uh, with improv, Ross can attest. Uh, you know, you're up there. You got a group of people with you, and uh, so there's a bit of a safety net. Uh, with stand up, it's uh, more terrifying, and because it's just you, and also you've written it before. Or supposedly, I mean, people are going there assuming that you spent time on it, uh, as opposed to improv, it's like, well, no one knows what the hell is going to happen. So, I don't know. We'll uh, see how it goes. Uh, also, you know, when you're in the acting writing game and you've got nothing going on professionally, you need something to distract you from that fact. Yeah. So, you, uh, if you're like, well, in five days, I have, I mean, I have to spend all my time working on this one thing because it's in the, <laughs> right in front of your face, uh, and it's a good distraction. Keeps you busy. Yeah. Um, well, uh, hopefully we'll have a show in Denver and we can time it with one of these performances. Yeah. So I would love to see that. Um, Nora, what about you? You, uh, you got a new job? Uh, I'm I'm a full time nerd. Uh, this is what I do. I do have a few cool things that are good, that are like. I said in exciting. I've, yeah, cool, I as cool as yeah. next week's banter up Cool top. as next week's. Okay. Yeah. So These have to be decidedly exciting. not cool. Right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Only Was exciting. that not clear up top? You know what? The parameters were a little fuzzy. Um, <laughs> um, unfortunately, there's a lot of like, there's this like NDA bubble that I got to live in for a little bit. Um, Ooh, that is exciting. Which, so exciting. Uh, yeah. But um, there's a couple of things I guess I can't, like I am excited about that I can talk about. Um, Go on. I got nominated for the Game Hers Awards in two categories. Um, I think I, I don't know if I officially said it during the stream. I think it might have been mentioned on like in chat or something, but Lay it um, out there. Yeah, I got, I got nominated for, uh, cosplayer of the year and for creative streamer of the year. Um, and everybody can vote. So if you go on the gamehers.com slash vote, uh, you can vote for me. It's easy to check in those categories. Uh, and then it closes on the 23rd, I believe. Um, so will that have so, been after this airs or before this airs? Should we just act like you won? 
Did you win? Let's record two different versions. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll record two and be like, maybe "Mm, next year. It was an honor to be nominated, and then the second one will be like, "Fuck yeah, I knew it the whole time." We just come by like, "I'm so sorry that you won." Right. (laughs) But we have to do every possible combination. Like, you win one and not the Mm -hmm. other. You win the other one and not one. Oh yeah, we got to yeah record again. This is exhausting. Like, I'm so sorry that the servers crashed. We have to Uh, to factor in every variable. Um, And then the second thing is that um, uh, they announced finally the all Camarilla um, coterie for New York by Night Season 2 that is going to start on uh, September 30th on the World of Darkness Network and I'm very excited about that because I play the worst Ventrue. Like the apps, like she is a lot. (laughs) She's very um, very loud. A very loud person. Not is this a character you're bringing back into Vampire no, the Masquerade? All new character. All new character. All new character, which is exciting because Eve, who I played on LA by Night, mm-hmm. was a character that was written for me, based on me, but by was written by B. Dave Walters. Oh. It, yeah. So that and then I came in to play that person, and then she became a main character on the show eventually. But this is like brand spanking new character that I got to come up with. And so I get to be like absolutely terrible and very eccentric and I'm very excited about it. That sounds like Vampire the Masquerade to me. New York by night. Very exciting. Yeah. Uh, but you're filming it in LA. So it's kind of you're kind of a fraud. <laughs> totally, yeah. And we filled it, and, and we filled, we filmed it back in like March. So I gotta like act surprised, like oh, this is all happening like right now. Question: so Do you get LA a lunch break? What's no, up? Um, I said, do you get a lunch break while filming? <laughs> no, I was just trying to little call back to uh, my witty banter with yeah, Kate. We, we definitely do. We definitely do. Those are long filming. Good, days. good. Um, Ross. You're all excitement. Uh, according to your Instagram, you've had quite, uh, quite the last couple of weeks, sir. <laughs> Tell us about your exciting life. Um, unfortunately, I'm not a collier on a cool ass train, but I, uh, <laughs> I've had, I've, it's been a fun time. Not only, I'm seeing myself on camera, so apparently I'm getting into Robert Crumb lookalike contests, <laughs> but also <laughs> I'm, uh, the improv group that I'm a part of called the Improvised Shakespeare Company had a show this past weekend and, and, uh, um, we had a very special guest, uh, no- noted, noted Shakespearean actor, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart joined us. Whoa. Hey, I lost my shit when I saw that. What? Very, very cool. Yeah. Tell us the story behind this, what you're able to tell. Like, how did this happen? Was Wait, he just was like wandering by the theater? With a bunch of people on stage? <laughs> yeah. I did not look at the other faces in that <laughs> I think I liked it. You look closely. <laughs> yeah. 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 How, um, how did this happen? Well, this was maybe the sixth time that he's sat in with us over the years. We, um, we, uh, just a bizarre series of circumstances. We met him, um, almost like 11 years ago now back in Chicago. One of the guys and I did a random show where he was like a, like a super special kind of like MC and we like cornered him afterwards and we're like, Hey, we do this show. If uh, you, you, you'd ever like to do it, I mean, at least you'd like, we were like pitching it like, you want to come see it? And he was, and when, and you could of course do it if you want. He's like, Hmm, I'll think about it. And then like cut to like two weeks later, he's in New York. We're in New York. 
and he fucking showed up at the theater. Holy shit. Yeah. And, uh, Damn. There, he right? is. Yeah, yeah. there it is. He's the bald fuzzy one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you did not like that photo. <laughs> well, guess what? I'm fucking liking it now. <laughs> yeah, that's the economy I, I enjoy. But yeah, like he, 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 we basically told him how the show works and he improvised, I think for the first time on stage, like not in, not in a rehearsal with us that night and it was yeah super super blast and and we and he's done it maybe five six times since then wow uh, cool it it hadn't been for a really long time so it was really really lovely that he hopped in again but he's like the most gracious chill like down to earth like theater dork imaginable it's great it's just that such a sweet is man. very cool. And his okay. sense of humor is dirty. Nice. <laughs> He's a little body. A little bit uh, randy. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite SNL skits is the uh, the erotic cakes. <laughs> with yes. him. Now, now, know, now knowing him, I'm like, could have been his pitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, very cool. What a cast. What a wonderful group of people. Um, I'm going to miss you guys between seasons. And I may Aww. miss some of your characters between hey, seasons. Ooh, you're yeah. talking really oh. heavy like this is the finale. When they die. Um, you know, I just never know. I honestly, the way that this has gone since we started uh, at Bar Cordano to now has completely changed the way that I run games. I, it's This game has forced me to do so. Um, it's been a real learning experience um, that I should talk about sometimes. I think some people would find it very interesting um but it it you cannot run this game like other games and so i think one of the reasons it's really sung over the past couple weeks is not only are we all feeling more comfortable with each other but like the game is is now being lifted from the pages of the book um you know obviously it's there's no railroad here you're not on tracks at all the way you go but uh I've I've just been like the biggest fan of this show the past few weeks as a viewer watching it on Friday nights. And so I'm excited to see how it unfolds, uh, even though I know um, some of the things that may happen. Um, Before we started, like before we uh, went uh, live with this show – you guys were just sharing information and I said, ah, th- this is good. This is good stuff to talk about. Um, so before I let you kind of pick up on that conversation again, I just want to give you a recap of last week's episode because a lot went down. Um, and the nature of this campaign is like, and I tell you guys every week before we record, like, take a look at those notes. There's stuff in there that like didn't make sense when you got it that will make sense now. And there's stuff that didn't make sense when you got it that will make sense five years from now. Like that's how the way the information is layered throughout this campaign. It is really unlike anything else. Um, so being a student of the campaign will, uh, will help you as we go along. But let me give you a little, uh, recap of last week. Right now, as we start today's game, it's Thursday, January 22nd. You had a hell of a Wednesday, um, when you decided to Yet again, stake out the Juju House, a small shop selling African antiquities um, in Harlem. There's something going on at Juju House, and clearly it has something to do with the kidnappings and murders that have been going on, not only in Harlem, but all over the whole city. Murders that include the death of your dear friend, Jackson Elias. At the moment, there's a man named Hilton Adams, a veteran of the Great War, a former uh, Harlem Hellfighter. He is sitting in, in Sing Sing Prison on death row 
awaiting a, a date with the electric chair, old Sparky. He was arrested, tried, and found guilty of all these murders, but now you felt pretty confident before. Now you're certain that he was set up. And you promised his wife, Millie Adams, that you would do everything you can to try and exonerate him. So you've been trying to gather some sort of evidence. But do you have enough? What else do you need? Well, a couple couple episodes ago, Carter lifted a key from the, uh, the shopkeep of Juju House. He had a key around his neck, a man named Silas Nikwane. Um, when you went back to the stakeout, you watched, and it appeared that the, that missing key caused a bit of a row between Silas and another man that you believe to be uh, Makunga Madari. This is a man who Hilton Adams uh, discovered was connected to all of this in some way, connected to Juju House, because he followed him from Juju House to a speakeasy nearby, and it became very clear very quickly that this is a man you don't ask questions about. So now you see him and Silas have this back and forth. Uh, maybe it had to do with the missing key. So Vaughn leaves, follows this Makanga Madari, breaks into his apartment and finds a strange box with this monster whose face is replaced with a long tentacle, opens it up. It has three vials of unidentifiable liquid inside. Meanwhile, Carter, Margot, and Feyruz seize the opportunity when you notice that Silas Dequane leaves as well to sneak into Juju House. It's empty, so you think. You use the key that Carter stole to sneak downstairs into a secret chamber in the floor. Four zombie-like creatures, most likely some of these missing victims. They appear to be... People of the times wearing clothes of the times, except their 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 organs are hanging out. And they have symbols carved on their heads, and there's no there there as they attack you. Carter rushes downstairs after finding a uh, a headband with a human tongue on it, similar to the headbands of Jackson Elias's killers, except this one has an actual mummified human tongue. Also finds a weapon similar to the weapons that they used to kill Jackson. You defeat the creatures, and then you search this little alcove where you find a bunch of different things. There's a a chronometer on the wall set to Greenwich Mean Time. There's a lockbox that Carter fails to pick and, and ends up destroying some of the contents inside. There's scepters, there's robes, there's metal claws, and a book, Africa's Dark Sex. The same book that Jackson was looking for when he uh, had some correspondence with Miriam Atwright at the Harvard University uh, Widener Library. A copy that went mysteriously missing when you spoke to Miriam on the phone. You take the book, Vaughn returns, and then curiosity gets the better of you and you decide to lift this giant circular stone slab on the floor to reveal a pit full of this monstrous mound of undulating flesh containing the, containing the the wailing heads and faces of dozens upon dozens of people it, it like slowly lunges for all of you as it's wailing as 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 Vaughn is lost in this his sanity already on the brink but you run out of there dragging Vaughn with you it's already 
early in the morning at this point, so you don't get a lot of sleep and you've got big plans for the day. Margot heads up to Columbia University. I just picked out of the air to develop the photos that she took, only to discover a photo she doesn't remember taking of her wearing this horrific, like, cage mask with three heads on top of it that you found in the basement alcove, left there. Feyruz tries to contact Professor Cowles at Miskatonic University to try and figure out why Jackson was so interested in this man's lecture when he came to NYU sometime before Jackson's death. The professor's daughter answers and stonewalls Feyruz, not interested in letting you talk to her dad. So Feyruz calls her dad to see if maybe he can uh, work some magic and get this professor on the phone. Meanwhile, Carter and Vaughn uh, head over to Hell's Kitchen to meet with Erica Carlisle's lawyer, a man named Bradley Gray, to try and secure a meeting with the late Roger Carlisle's sister. Bradley says he'll see what he can do because Miss Carlisle is a busy woman. She's, in fact, hosting a $1,000 a head charity gala at the Carlisle Mansion tomorrow night, Friday night. Vaughn suggests that perhaps he could buy tickets to speed up a meeting with her. Finally, as Margot and Feyruz reconvene in the lobby of the Waldorf Astoria, the bellman tells them there's a message for them, a message from Rebecca Schosenberg to call her back. So you call the New York Times and reach Ms. Schosenberg, who tells you that Hilton Adams' wife, Millie Adams, is missing. And that is where we left last week's ep. I looked it up afterwards. A thousand dollars a head is a lot of money in nineteen. <laughs> yeah, that is like ten thousand oh, dollars. Wow, ahead, which cool. seems like a lot. Um, so I would say it would be the equivalent of one thousand uh, dollars a head. Um, yes. So you you do that math, people at home. Um, which, frankly, with your credit rating above ninety, I believe. Yes, that's right. It's at ninety. At ninety. Uh, is something you could afford, uh, I think. If that is a route that you wanted to go to, buy these tickets. You could call up Ramsey and have him secure these charity tickets, and you could head to the Carlisle Mansion. If you don't feel like waiting for Bradley Gray, it was a little noncommittal as to when or if you could get a meeting with Erica. Couple other bits of business, and I'm going to leave it to you guys because I've talked enough. Uh, one, the luck roll. We always, I always forget it. <laughs> We're halfway through the app, and then we do luck roll. Uh, let's do a little luck roll here. See, and then while you're doing that, I want to mention something. Um, Vaughn, when you saw this wailing mass of heads uh, uh-huh. that led to a sanity break, um, it kicks in a new mechanic that we have not. Uh, seen yet on the show um this creature whatever it is uh is arguably a part of the cthulhu mythos and when that happens when you have your first real head-on uh sort of sanity break after seeing something like this you gain five points in the cthulhu mythos score and your maximum sanity then goes down by five. Ooh. So your current sanity goes then go by down by five. That stays your the same. Maximum. 
but your okay. maximum. So like, you know, between sessions, if you go get psychoanalysis or if you do these, these like rewards to get your sanity back, it now can only go. Uh, five less from whatever your maximum was before. Um, so you get that. Now, arguably, you could have had that uh, when when you and Carter faced the Kari Siri, but I sort of decided retroactively that they weren't really necessarily part of the Cthulhu mythos, but this thing that you saw down there is clearly something otherworldly. So uh, you get a mythos score of five, and your max sand, I guess it was probably 99, now goes down mm-hmm. to 94. Okay. Talk to me about these luck rolls. Who sweet, sweet failed? Nice. Um, I did not succeed at getting... Wait, no. You, I'm supposed to get over the luck, right? Yeah, you want to fail. I win, so... You win. I get four more points of luck. Yeah! Nice. Uh, uh I also win. I rolled uh, an 82 over 75 and gained 10. Whoops. Whoa. <laughs> Your luck is out of control. Uh, Seriously. Kirkovich. Uh, I got, uh, I, I succeed. I got seven points of luck. Okay. <laughs> long story short. Listen, I don't want to keep you long here, guys. <laughs> what about you? And I uh, fail my luck roll. Fail. So you succeeded. By which is, by which I should say I succeeded. Right. Thus failing. Uh, perfect. Uh, one other thing about that mythos score. Now, whenever you have another, uh, whenever you lose sanity upon seeing another mythos creature, you'll gain another one point in the mythos skill and your max sanity will go down by one and so like anytime you have a sanity break when facing a mythos creature you're slowly going to gain more knowledge of this other world as your maximum sanity slowly deteriorates Drains away. Yeah. And- I kind of want a sanity break yeah. right? and you can just Sounds brag about it on your tombstone you can brag about it on your tombstone and what is the state of Vaughn's wits right now because he was kind of like holding it together after a night of sleep and um yeah you were sedated I believe by uh, right. Carter um, that's right. and you woke up you know, feeling your version of right as rain. Uh, mm-hmm. You obviously, this is not the first time that you've had a break, um, but you did spend some time over the years between Peru and uh, this uh, this journey in New York. So maybe you've developed some techniques that you can go back to once you woke up with a clearer head. Um, but mechanically speaking now, anytime you fail a sanity roll, you'll have another episode now and another episode until we have another downtime. So I would say you're, uh, you know, you seemed very calm when you're in that meeting with Bradley Gray and Carter. Um, but there is this like simmering constantly underneath where you could just snap at any moment. Yes. And um, perhaps the, the gang, if they all throughout the day, they've seen like just hear like little percussive sounds and then looked over and seen Vaughn just like pushing rosary beads through his through his fist staring off into the middle distance sweet talk to me about some of the stuff you guys were talking about pre-ep um Nora you were sharing some interesting things and you guys were going back and forth um and then the way we left things was sort of like Carter and Vaughn were leaving the lawyer's office, presumably. And Margaret and Feruz, I think we're going to go to Lieutenant Poole was the original plan to be like, here's the evidence. Um, but, you know, you guys can retcon and say, you know, what, we're all going to go or now I want to do this. But that was where you guys were at before. Obviously, now you have new information. Millie Adams is missing. Uh, so 
in the last episode, Fairuz, before making that phone call, was actually poring over her notes. Um, and so one of the things that she does notice now that going back after seeing all the things that we'd seen over at Juju House is that letter that uh, M. Moore and Bessart wrote to Carlisle about Faraz Najjar was in Cairo in the street of jackals who possesses certain in, uh, singular curios. Uh, are they, would they be in that ledger that uh, Carter had, had taken? So should we look for uh, a Mr. Faraz Najjar in or, or something about the street of jackals, anything that ha- would, could tie Cairo back uh, to Juju House. Um, and then uh, we, we had, did establish that the knives that were found were the same knives that we uh, that that were used to murder our friend Dr. Jackson Elias. Were yeah, the knives God. that we saw. Yeah, Carter found a very specific, almost ceremonial knife in Silas Nakwani's bedroom, and immediately you were like, this is the same thing that those guys had that jumped out the fire escape. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we're still a, still a loose thread that we have not, uh, have, are trying currently to assess is the, the mysterious note that was left to check the psychoanalyst files. Carlisle was seeing a psychoanalyst about his dreams. Perhaps this is something that we could have access to via his sister. If we could, we could still still need to figure out what those papers were and what information they could lead us to. Yeah, and there was also um, in the in all the handouts and stuff. There was some reference to some other. Uh, paperwork that he, that was probably in Carlisle's safe um, that we should probably look at um, of course now that I'm referencing it roll 20 there we go uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like a we got like this you guys remember we got like this huge uh, thing that was like a summary of all of Carlisle's stuff it was all typed From out Nairobi Nairobi notes the Nairobi notes yes. mm-hmm. yep. And uh, who could forget the Nairobi notes? Who can, I mean, uh, the national bestseller. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's like lists of all these people that he interviewed, uh, which I, of course, completely forgot about. Um, but I think within there is uh, some discussion about how he's probably got, or I was maybe one of the other, uh, this is a great story, maybe one of the other Carter <laughs> or uh, one of the other Jackson uh, letters was like, you know, all hand scribbled and was like, got to got to get what's in this safe or something like that so uh it was the mysterious note i think you're referring to that uh uh-huh. said um That's the note. psychoanalyst files uh they'll open yeah. the gate why so the power and the danger is real they many threads beginning the books are in carlisle's safe there it is coming yes. for me will the ocean protect and uh it didn't we found out spoiler so Ocean, let him down. Spoiler. Jackson was having dreams, dreams like Carlisle's, it says in the mysterious note. And I don't know if, like, maybe Margot and Feyruz were briefly discussing this before they got the message from Rebecca. But I would say at this point, Margot's going to tell you, like, hey, I know my dreams. I've been telling you um, it's mostly about wild 
six. Um, but my last, my last dream um, at the end, Jackson, Jackson Elias was in it, um, just standing next to me, smiling very calmly, and his chest was ripped open, and the entrails they were spilling out, just like the people we just saw. And there was a symbol on his forehead, again, just like the people. um, And before I woke up, he said, um, he reached out his hand to grasp mine and said, and become with me a god. And after the uh, last night, I feel like maybe I might be having the dreams that he had and maybe that Carlisle started having. Oh, Marco, we have to be careful. We can't have... I, I can't imagine having any of those things happen to you. I don't seen. know, but no, the, the, the more that time goes on and we, we talk about uh, the... We talk about the evidence and look back on it with new information and new eyes, I'm just seeing that these dreams, I think... I, it's all pointing to that, uh, all connected must be we just it's just a matter of finding out how we can use this to not just to to free Mr. Adams but this can't keep occurring all these murders all these are Vaughn and Carter back at this point? If you guys want to be back, you can be back. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be back. You'll be back. Great. Yeah, because Margaret had to go mm-hmm. all the way uptown to Columbia. Come in. Uh, well, $1,000 is a terrible amount of money, old boy. But, yeah, but um, I think you can pull it off. I think you can pull it off. You guys, um, really, <laughs> Millie Adams, I feel like you're walking into the lobby just being like, oh, should we spend $1,000? Yeah. Millie Adams, we just got a, we just got a message from Rebecca. Uh, she's been, She's gone. Wait, what? Just disappeared. Just gone? Just taken? She's gone. What do we do? I feel like everything is happening all at once. We don't have any more time. We're running out of time. If those... If those same blackguards who are running that juju house laid their hands on her... Did you you tell Schosenberg all the evidence that we've collected? You have the photos, right? I, I, uh, yes, I have the photos, and she's kind of shuffling through them and maybe taking out one and putting it to the side and hoping you don't see it. Um, <laughs> but it, 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 it was just a message she left us. We didn't uh, speak with her yet. Do you have one of the bodies with the, how we found them? Um, yes, do you want to see them in right now? In we don't lobby? need to do it in the she lobby. We can. <laughs> oh, I thought we were back in our room. I thought Are we? you guys had. The bay, you guys can go up there. <laughs> okay, let's go back to the room. That was too much information we just got. The bellhop's so, yeah. like, hey, I got there. Pictures? Oh, oh my God! <laughs> what is that? Ten so, yeah, comes I, I out lay of the head. photos out on the ground on our, in our room. Um, if, we, if we can show the photos of how these bodies were, it looks exactly how, how Dr. Elias was left and with the knives and... It, it might be enough to show that that it wasn't Mr. Adams, but it was connected to this house somehow. Yes. I'm People of the mind that we, we leak this to uh, Schosenberg, and that might we provide us some leverage when we, when we go and speak to Poole. If he won't act, then uh, 
And we'll, we'll tell them the papers already have it. The papers will blow it up. Okay. What about the knife that you found? Could that be evidence that we bring? Yes, I dare say. It's just like all this evidence we lay it out. If we bring it to pool, is it something we can... It's definitive. Certainly, this, the, the wounds created in the other bodies must... There must be coroner's reports that um, might um, uh, rhyme with the make of this particular blade. Well, if they ever... I mean, they never found those bodies. That's the only problem. Uh, well, there were only a few that were found, and the rest disappeared, yes? Oh, did they actually find some? Okay, all right, all right. I like, I like what we're cooking up here. We got a, we got a little stew going on. <laughs> I feel like uh, pool would be our direct, most uh, swift action... Right, in terms of we tell him, he immediately right. goes into thing. Shows him where he's gonna, sure you know, have to write something. That's gonna take a while. We have to make sure that Shosberg at least sees them. We need another witness to what we've seen. How yes. about we invite them both up here at the same time? Shouldn't we show them all of these photos? Because listen, I took a picture of the room before and after the fight. Mm-hmm. The symbols, the dead body behind the curtain. I also took a picture of that monstrosity under the the circle thing. Before Ooh. I started crying, we could maybe leave out some parts. <laughs> I say we lay it all Especially out. Especially the part that implicates us being there and murdering undead. I don't know if they're undead. I don't know what you'd call them. Might want to leave that part that implicates us in it. The before photos, we will we will show them. Okay, she like puts all the gruesome ones aside. Well, we need to we need to show the bodies so that he can see that these are the these are the same people that were missing. Oh yes. I mean, um, look, I don't know how many people in Pool's experience come to him with a bunch of photos and they're like, here's the way that I killed all these people. Like, maybe, <laughs> you yes, know. Someone else in Pool's position might think that uh, you were to blame and you're showing your little collection of trophies to them, Fraulein Sarah. Oh, no. I did not think about that. We're showing them that we might be the killers now. This is why I'm saying oh. we go to the press. Um, but the press will take so long. She'll sit there. She'll tip type away. And we will not save Millie and uh, Adams. And also, we- her husband could be fried at any moment. He could and go down bar- today. And into the bargain, Robeson's men in the Fourteenth Precinct gave me a little bit of a shakedown as I was on that street last evening. They have their eyes on us. Yeah, we need. We can't meet him at the precinct. We gotta have. We gotta meet yeah. him at a, maybe a nice patisserie or uh, some sort of. Chuck E. Cheese, whatever. <laughs> uh, we can't be at the precinct. Do you know what I mean? Well, who is this Charles Cheese chap? Charles Cheese, it's an idea I've been toying with. Have you guys heard of pizza? Um, uh, anyway, my wife has talked to me. Yeah, so I was thinking... delicacy, I dare say. Yeah, you get these uh, uh, automatons uh, that are, you know, in the shapes of various creatures, and maybe you put a couple uh, uh, guitars in their hands, and I don't know, it's something I'm workshopping. Sounds like a futuristic dystopian nightmare. I'm word for you, Tillinghast. Yes, my God, Tillinghast, what I saw last night was incomprehensible. But what you just said to me racks my brain beyond its limits. It's the horrors from Lima that we that are from Peru that I've seen that have changed the way that I think about everything. Yeah. Um. All right. Listen, Tillinghast. Hmm. You have the Do you have the ledger still? Did you take it? The ledger. Oh yeah, baby. Yes. Here it is. Yes reach into my pocket and pull out an improbably large ledger from it. <laughs> um, you want to look what? for, uh, you want to look for um, Nairobi? Or what was it? Well, yeah, well, anything from Nairobi could possibly trace it back to the Carlisle expedition, but there was that 
um, there was that one note uh, or letter that Carlyle had received speaking about a uh, a person who procures singular curios, as it were, the uh, a, a man by the name of Faraz Najjar from Cairo. Oh, yeah, let's look him up. Um, while they're doing that, can I call Shosenberg? Remind me, did, was the message that Millie Adams has disappeared, was that a telegram or was that a phone call? I feel like you guys called her. I feel yeah. like the guy was like, this is for Vaughn. Uh, could one of you? Yeah, like or? she called the hotel and left a message, I think. Yeah. Okay, then I would like to speak to her personally, if possible. Uh, do you want to call her on the phone? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then meanwhile, you're looking at the ledger to see if there's any connection to... Uh, what was the name? Faraz Najjar. Faraz Najjar. Okay. Um, you look through and uh, give me a spot hidden. Okay. Either oh, one. Me or, or either one. You both can roll it. Okay. Yeah. As we're both like pouring over this book. You must have gotten it, right? Please tell me. I did. I rolled a 67 under 80. So not just a regular success. Hmm. I failed. Okay. um, You don't see any reference to Faraj Najjar, um, but you do see um, some... Uh, some references to Egypt okay. um, here and there, um, but nothing about Faraz Najjar. Anything right. related to Cairo in particular? Um, yeah, it's like C, comma, Egypt, um, most likely Cairo, just uh, shipments that were coming in via and Mombasa. So... Yeah, the name that's tied to... The name in the ledger. What is the name in the ledger? Um, no name. It's no just name. like uh, a date and um, that C, uh, Egypt, uh, via Mombasa. And you see it, you know, uh, every few months. So it's a regular shipment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, is and it's, it, it looks like it's coming through Emerson Imports as well. Now, is there um, like a, a certain time of the month that they expect the shipments from the beginning, middle, end? Looks like it comes uh, about uh, some sometime between the seven to ten days into the month. Because we could do a stakeout again and, and a little, maybe a little heist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beginning of February, if you want. Uh, meanwhile, right. you call uh, Rebecca Schosenberg. Get through to everybody. Uh, hello, this is Rebecca Schosenberg. Hello, Miss Schosenberg. Uh, Vaughn Villiers, I believe uh, we had the pleasure. Friend of uh, the late Mr. Elias. Yes, yes, Mr. Villiers, you, you, you received my message. Yes, the unfortunate uh, lady, um, Adams, has now gone missing. Yes, it's you know. I, at first, I didn't want to get too worried, um, but I, uh, I, I had plans to get coffee with her, and uh, I, I called the. Uh, I, I, I went to meet up with her, and and she wasn't there, and I thought maybe she was running late. I waited for a half hour or so, and I happened to be in the neighborhood of the theater, so I stopped by the the Lafayette Theater just to see if maybe she got tied up at work, and um, 
it was there that they told me they haven't seen her um, and it's not like her to uh, to not show up for work um, and so she uh, is it is it their opinion as well as yours that she disappeared last evening um, sometime perhaps in in the last 24 hours I mean I haven't had any contact with her um, since the back and forth uh, getting your uh, appointment with uh, with Hilton at Sing Sing Um but we, we, we had, you know, we're, we're friendly with each other. I was going to meet with her. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's unclear when, um, but she hasn't been to work the last couple days. Uh, I didn't want to call the, uh, the police. Um, I, I honestly didn't know who to call. Um, but I knew you were, uh, you were involved and, uh, a couple things. One, I'm obviously concerned for her. This is, this is, this is very, very frightening. And, and, and I, I feel guilty in a way. Like maybe I'm, I'm the one that, that, that brought this on her. But then I think like, why, why her did, did, does someone know that, that she was talking to us, to, to you as well? And then are you in danger? Am I in danger? Um, yes. Maybe this is just a simple under- misunderstanding. I, I don't know. This isn't back. You are very much in danger. And so what I'm about to tell you right now, I would like you to forget my name for the moment and just take very sturdy hold of your nearest pencil and write down everything that I'm about to say to you. Uh, Mr. Uh, Hilton Adams okay. is a very much... Hold on, i got to get a pencil. 45 minutes past. <laughs> just, nobody no, has a pencil. A, hold on a minute. piece of dry pasta. Um, All right, uh, I have a, the nearest thing to a pencil. Go ahead. Mr. Adams is very much not to blame for the murders. And we have found the epicenter of these crimes circulates around a, a retailer of curios in Harlem that goes by the name of the Juju House. Proprietor Silas Nakwane, an associate of his named Makonga Madari, seems to be running some sort of spiritualist dark sect out wait, 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 of wait, the wait, basement. Wait, 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 you said Juju House? Yes. Shh. She had she mentioned this place to me once. What does she say? I feel like I'm like trying to listen. We're all <laughs> like huddled around the phone. Um, she, 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 she intimated once. It almost like I almost felt like she let slip that she had kept an eye on this place. Um, yes, so this the had... associates of Mr. Adams were themselves quite suspicious of this place, and I shouldn't oh doubt that Mr. Adams was suspicious of it as well. Oh my God! They must have seen her. They must know. They have their eyes everywhere, Schosenberg. The 14th Precinct is corrupt and riddled through and through. Robeson is being paid off, and we have the books to prove it. Is, is, is the, are the police involved with, with all of the kidnappings? I don't know if they're involved in the kidnappings, but they're very much being paid, I think, to keep their eyes off the kidnappings and not oh to see them God. prosecuted oh and to railroad God. innocent fellows like Adams into his current predicament. Okay, what now... Now, what what proof do you have? What hard proof? This 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 all this all sounds like a lot, but do, do you have do you have actual proof? This is why I'm telling you to forget my name, Schosenberg. I have photographs of the basement of the Juju House, in which you shall see such things, such horrors that they are doing down there that um you could not conjure in your wildest nightmares. We also have the blade, one of the blades of this ghastly organization that that has been used to commit some of these dreadful murders. You have the possible mur- murder weapon? I, and you know what? Tell them about the tongues. As well who, who else as is talking? 
I believe that we, well, well, everybody's crowded around, that you should really invent uh, some sort of, um, dare I say, speaker, for, put, put a speaker cone of some kind on the end of this blasted thing. Um, when we, when we, my, my compatriots and I, yes, walked in I on the unfortunate list of the lion, yeah, yeah, everyone's accounted for here, we're going to go around the table, I'm sorry I've been quite rude, we've got um, some... <laughs> it's Carter again, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yes, moving from my left, then we have uh, uh Sow, then of course... Uh, well, you don't know which way she's looking. She could be looking the same way you're looking. If she were yes, both looking to the yeah. south, then... It, All right, well, you so, told me to forget your names. Please, just tell me uh, about this. Mu- picture, Fedor Juban, also here. Now, when we walked into uh, the horrid scene of Mr. Elias being slain, we I believe we told you that those that we saw were wearing these uh, rather unusual headbands. Well, we found another right. of those, and what appears to be attached to it is not a thong of flannel, as we originally thought, but a desiccated human tongue. Yeah. It's in my she's, pocket. She's just... Might be tied to a cult. She's just silent on the other end. Rebecca, um, if we... We don't know who who to go to with, with this evidence we have. Um, can we meet up? You just hear her go, Oh! I found my pencil! <laughs> it was right in front of me the entire God, time. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm just. This is a lot of information to take in. I. Here's the thing. If I were to to try and get my editor to approve this, I I probably could. I'll need to see the the, the photographs. But we have to. And you can tell she's like like hiding under a disc, we have to be very careful about who gets this information because if I were to blast this on the cover of the Times, uh, this could put us into further danger or other people. Um, if, 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 if Miss Adams is, 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 oh my God, I don't even want to say it. If she's, if she is still alive, I mean, I hope she is still alive. We could be putting her in danger by blasting this. So, so what, what 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 do we do here? Do we do we do you know anyone at the poli- at the police you can speak with? This there, sounds there like the precinct person, is in on this. There is one person that I believe we can trust within the organization of the police. Who? Um, we'll take this information to them and see if we cannot have speedy action taken. But if that is impossible, we have your promise that publication shall follow swiftly after uh, to grease the wheels, so to speak, of justice. Yes. Yes, I mean, if nothing else, it, it sounds like this might be enough to exonerate Hilton, but we don't want to get him home, only to find that he's coming home to nothing. So, um, do you do you want me to, to go with you to, 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 to talk to the police? Um, what do you think? Uh, I don't, I feel like we should keep him separate. Yes, um, we we do, we wish to expose you as little as possible, All right. Schoenberg. Yes, um, you pretend as though this call never occurred. Uh, take your notes, keep them safe, keep them secret, keep them secret, keep them safe. I don't. Should I even be going home tonight? Now I'm I'm now I fear for my life. The things that you're saying, if 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 even half of them are true, it's they 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 know they must know. Yeah, it can't hurt to not go home, ever. All right. There's a, um, a gentleman I've been seeing. I oh. can, um, we haven't really spent the night yet. Well, it might be time to ramp that up, Josie. It might be time to just kind of, you know, kind of string him along and then hit well, the couch. About breaking it off, but, however, uh, however it needs to happen. Tell uh, me more about this, Rebecca. We can get it. Vaughn, give me the phone for a little no, bit. No, 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 it's fine. No. I'll, I'll, um, I'll just 
sleep with him, I suppose. Um, you know what? That's my, this is my problem. <laughs> I'll deal with this. Um, but you, please, be safe. If, 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 if you find out anything about Miss Adams, you have to call me immediately, and, and I will do the same. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm standing by the phone just assuming the Lafayette is going to call me and say, uh, she's here, uh, she fell asleep in a closet or something. Um, so just... Be in touch. I will do the same. I have all your notes. I will need these photographs as soon as possible. And um, I hate to even say this, but should anything happen to you or to us, we need to make sure this story gets out. So get me the photographs. Get me as much evidence and information as you can, and I will brainstorm a way to bring this to my editor. Okay. Tell us how it goes tonight, too. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye. I don't know why we're whispering. Bye. I don't know um, either, but me neither. Margot made multiple copies of each photo. Okay. So, so how do we think we want to, like, split them up so we know that they're safe? Like, should we leave a batch in the hotel room, or? I say we put, oh, well, you should. Show some some to, bring some to pool, right? Keep yeah. some here, and yeah, then we can... So- yeah, some need to go to pool and some need to stay with us. I can take a copy reasons. of each one to him. There we go. I yeah. have multiple copies of each one. I don't one. think, I think we should call pool and see if he can meet us somewhere or come here. Because if anyone that's now part of this group that hit up Vaughn sees anybody talking to him, photos, I just feel like get him out of his place of work, get him to a place where we might not have eyeballs on us. Yes, um, who 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 made the best uh, impression on pool? I think it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Did I not? No, you were you were pretty uh you and Feruz were especially uh um but I think he rude. respects that. As a cop. Maybe he does. Maybe I don't he's think that he kind of guy. Any of us. Yeah. Um Well, we he, don't want to bring him back here because we can't risk anybody knowing where we're staying, no matter mm. how much we think we trust them. Mm. Well, let's do the classic, like, Central Park bench right. talk. Yeah, we don't we look are. at each other, look in different directions. Park bench. Mm-hmm. Classic Central Park bench uh, talk. Okay. Um, you guys are around Fifth Avenue. You could meet uh, 59th Street and Fifth, uh, right at the entrance of the park, and uh, set up a rendezvous if you wanted to with Lieutenant Poole, if he's even down for this. Right. Right. Last he yeah. spoke to uh, Feyruz and Margot, he was like, you know what? Why don't you just yeah, not don't we get involved? I think we dangle a little. We might have proof. Cookies. We might mm-hmm. have proof about Robeson in the, you know, give him a little bit of, give him a little taste. He might yeah. like that. He's a good cop, he seems like. And yeah. uh, he doesn't take kindly to bad cops. Yeah. Uh, okay. There, there is one more thing we need to probably all look at together. And uh, Feyruz goes and <laughs> pours a round of drinks, mm-hmm. sets them on the table, and then slaps down that old uh, Africa's dark sex <laughs> on the table. Shagunk. Oh, this is wordy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, how big is this? Is this like a thick book? Um, no, I don't think it's too huge. I still uh, drop it dramatically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you should. A puff of dust comes out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, no, it is, it is pretty big. Um, yeah, so you've got this thing, has you, has anyone spent any time with it yet, or is, no, you No, really I thought time. we could all do this together. <laughs> kind of came home and came to bed. Well, let's um, be honest, Feyruz, 
you're the fastest reader here. I'm sure your background is pretty much, uh, you can skim through this short circuit style. I guess I could skim and paraphrase for... Perhaps. Yeah, it's really um, academic. So you do that. So people can stay and read and two people can go to the park. Someone come with me to the park. Be my muscle. Yeah. I guess oh. it all depends on the storyteller, how much information, or the lore keeper, how, how much information we, there is to uh, expose in this. Well, I'm concerned <laughs> we about could time. Split the party. Yeah. yeah, we could split the party. I'm, I'm just, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is something you can definitely sit with um, and hopefully learn some more information. Um, a book this size would take uh, probably weeks to fully absorb, um, but, you know, over the course of six hours you could you could really dig in and find out like what is going why is this book so important why was it so important to Jackson Jackson and what is it doing uh, in the basement of Juju House right. stamped Harvard Widener Library and when I you spoke to Miriam snacks and more booze snacks and I more booze uh, remember when you spoke to Miriam outright she said that the that that book just went missing one day mm-hmm. and it was very mysterious and there was this like horrible smell in the area where that book was, if you remember. Does the book smell? Um, no. It smells did of old leather. Did the place where we, where we found it smell? Like, wall of bodies, did it smell like that? It pretty much smelled of death down there, but the book itself does not smell of death. Um, mm. Okay. Um, okay. Alright, how about this? So, I'll go with Margo to okay. talk to Robeson. I feel like Vaughn could use a timeout. <laughs> could use a little bit of a break. But Vaughn could maybe also call and let's get those party tickets. Girls, did we tell you that we might have a, have a party tonight? At a time what? like this? What? It's for Intel, but also for free food. Are you so, serious? Yeah, it's, it's at... It's at what's her name? It's uh, Carlisle's sister's what? house. Oh, Just to clarify, that well, party is tomorrow that. night, Friday. That's tomorrow night, night which is what I party. meant. Can't just casually say party at a time like this. Well, I'm talking about an investigative party. Uh, okay. And we should go and get all dressed up, and we should go and we should get in there, and we should maybe break into a safe. I don't know. We'll see what happens. How um, does one get an invitation to this? Well, like many things in the philanthropic set, one one merely has to pay for it. Yeah. So, so one thousand. What are we clams. looking at? How much is it? One thousand clams. What? <laughs> Are you mad? Uh, uh, no. There must be another way. We got Vaughn's pocketbook, and by the way, we got this like war chest that we can use in the interest of the investigation when we talk to, uh, you know, well, what's yes, his name? Yes, we, we all got things from Peru, but then we'd have to go and exchange gold for money right now, and it's, maybe we'd take up time. I don't know. Yes, also, to be clear, is this party... This, is this at her place or is this here in the city? It's at the Carlisle Mansion. Yeah, it's way up. Come on. Come and it's on. black tie, so it's, that's probably. That's what I'm talking about. The, if, okay, if it's tie, at the Carlisle Mansion, then you yeah. have to all go because maybe we could. Exactly. Split Get into up. that safe. Mm-hmm. Have some okay. free shrimp. <laughs> all right. I'll go to the party. <laughs> we'll all go into the party. Well, it's going to be go to wonderful. Party. Yeah. Yes. We can you, see, up, uh, you can see Vaughn as he's like tallying up how much this is going to cost. Vaughn, like, baby, oh. don't worry about it. What's what, God damn it? What's the guy? What's the the friend I'm of? Good uh, for it. What's the friend of uh, Jackson's? Uh, the guy that said we can access all this money. The lawyer. The oh, lawyer. Oh, he geez. said we got a, we got a bunch of money we can dip into. Maybe it's cool, he can grow this. Yeah. Yes, perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. Yes. Um, Plus, think oh. of how fun it'll be. I mean, we need a break. <laughs> Millie Adams would want this. So listen, 
Carter, that's me. I don't know why I'm speaking, speaking in the third person. As though she's dead already. No, I'm sure she's totally happy and safe. Carter, again, I did the third person. And Margot, let's go talk to Poole real quick. Vaughn, maybe you confirm those tickets. Feyruz, you do some quick reading. Right. And uh, and then we convene. We reconvene. I'll try to call Poole and see if he wants to meet up in the park like a weirdo. Uh, I say all that, making sure that everyone's comfortable with what I've just said and feels okay doing all that. All right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to take um, the Okay. Crack, 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 crack. Big thunder ah. peel outside. Um, but maybe you've got like a, a balcony or something uh, in your hotel room and the uh, the curtains just fly open because it's cracked and a little rain starts getting in. A storm uh, starts outside as uh, Margot picks up the phone to call the precinct down in Chelsea to try and reach pool. Uh, this is Lieutenant Poole. Hello, Lieutenant Poole. This is Margot um, from the other day. We, we I'm, think I'm sorry, we ha- who, who, who is this? It's Margot Sauer. I, I spoke with you with uh, Ferus about the, um, Sauer, the, the investigation with... Ad- Jackson Elias. Jackson Honey, I got Elias. a lot of investigations. You got a... You got a... Who? Oh, wait, Jackson... Al- oh. <laughs> we yeah, have what can I... What can evidence. I do for you? We think we would like to show you... We think we have evidence that you are looking for. Okay, listen. Last time we talked, I think I made it pretty clear that... We got uh, proof that Robeson's on the take. You made wait, it who's clear that? that you made... It's, Carter it's, Tillinghast, sir. We met <gasps> once in an interrogation room. I'll take it. Yeah, Miss Sauer. Who is this? Takes the phone from her hand. Yeah. <laughs> but, Give me uh, one second. I, I I was pretty clear about this. I think you should leave the police work uh, to the police. So, um, well, guess what? I got a lot of work for the police to pour over. We have evidence that Robeson, who, by the way, you told us about, is dirty. We have witnessed things, sir, that you could not believe. Death, decay, juju house, and we've got it all here. I got a stack. We got a stack of stuff. We want to show it to you. We want you to succeed. Help us help you. <sighs> Listen, if you want to swing by the precinct, I'll, I'll, no, I'll take no, a look no, no, at this no. stuff. If anybody in the 14th precinct, you look, you know. You told us. Robeson's not to be trusted. He's got men within men around him, always watching. You got to meet us somewhere neutral. You have evidence. On, listen, you have evidence on your person. Yes, that links Robeson to this and yes. others. Yep, and the murders and the disappearances. Come on, step give on out. A, it's just starting to rain. It'll be nice. Give me a charm or a fast. I'll talk. charm the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Minus five. <laughs> Forty-six under seventy-five. Yeah. <sighs> Come on, baby. I got. Um, I'm going to be taking lunch soon. Where do you Where do you want to meet? Um, it, whatever uh, was said earlier. I don't understand New York's Fifty Nine Street. Okay, Fifty Nine Street. I'm all the way in Chelsea. Isn't there some place we could meet closer to where I'm at? Wherever's got a good uh, Reuben. Uh <laughs> All right, uh, signs. No, it's, there's a there's a deli on uh, on Eighth Ave, Eighth uh, Ave and Thirty uh, Seventh Street. Yeah. Um, 
meet me there at uh, 12.30. I'll be there from 12.30 to 1.15. You got If it. you come at 1.16, I'm out the door. No. You got something you want to show me, you come there. You're not going to regret it. We're going to blow the doors right off this thing. You and us, together. All right. I'll see you there. All right. Click. And then Carter turns to the boss like, we need money for two Rubens. We sure. also don't have direct <laughs> proof that uh, Robson is involved. I we, his sing. name's in the ledger. Plus, uh, Vaughn and I saw him. WR14 is in the ledger. Okay, that's the one thing we have. Okay. I had to get him to meet us. I mean, look, once he sees fucking photos of, you know, the intestines and stuff, we got him hooked. I'm so... Do you? Well, we can't Photoshop it at that in 1922, so... We'll see. I'm still very nervous to show him those photos. Um, I feel like we might walk out of the deli in handcuffs. I would rather... Look, Carter... I've been doing a lot of thinking here, guys. All right? If I go to jail because... And it helps somebody else. If it helps Millie Adams. If it helps Hilton Adams. I'll take that bullet, man. Carter. I'm guess. saying That's that now. We'll see what happens when they come for me. I might run. So but... Are we the nicest right thing you've ever said. Is... <laughs> are you monologuing? Yeah, to myself. He's just looking out at the lightning. This is your time, Carter. <laughs> Just you see the good shirt. half of your reflection in the yeah, it's like uh, two face, the dark mirror. Yeah, yeah. a it's lightning good. strike <laughs> reflects crack, after mass. Crack, crack. Uh, let's uh, let's take a quick word from our sponsor while we uh, mull what happens next. Oh boy. Okay, so Carter and Margot have a meeting with Lieutenant Poole. Uh, between 12.30 and 1.15 at a deli on 8th Avenue and, what I say, 38th or 39th Street. Um, you got to figure out what you want to uh, divulge there, um, how convincing you can be to sort of have him take up the cause here and what his involvement is going to be uh, in this. In the meantime, um, Vaughn, while you look over and see uh, Feyre's just buried uh, in this book, do you want to try and secure tickets to this gala? We can borrow money from this till that we have. Part of part of me, I mean, like, Vaughn's... The rational part of Vaughn's brain that is going, it's like, what are all of us going? Could it... <laughs> should all of us go? Yes. Um, when there's so much to do, when, when Millie Adams is, is gone? Um, but uh, I, I, I might at least call the foundation and see if I can get those tickets. At least okay. secure two yeah. tickets Reserve if you can. Yes. I mean, come on, guys. Let's just think of the narrative possibilities. Two more are available at all four of us at a gala. Don't get me wrong. I would love all four of us to scooby-doo our way into We're gonna strut up those steps. If the rest of this campaign was just hanging out at a party... You can, at the very... You should, at the very least get two tickets because you don't want to be like a single person. You'd stand out being a weirdo you always need right. a plus one. Yeah, yes. and by plus one, she means plus three. Preferably, yes, yes plus three, but plus But again, we've got one. this till, we've got all this money. It doesn't even have to come out of your personal account. It's not it's a, a matter of money. Well, to I mean, it, my <laughs> it is sort of a matter of money. I'd hate, you know, but... It's just better be a damned good cause. And, um, and uh, okay, yeah, I'll call, call up. We're in that, we, we would be in the house where the safe is. Yeah. Yeah, we'll listen to some jazz, get that safe. And hopefully, and then, and perhaps 
Ms. Carlyle will show us around and what we need of her own accord. Mm-hmm. Break-ins and that sort of dirty business won't be necessary at all. Um, is there a number to call? Is there a foundation to reach out to? Yeah, you could call Ramsey, leave a message with him, and then he'll get back to you uh, with the number for you to I'll call. I'll do that. Yeah, and tell him that we want to use some of that money for this. Mm-hmm. Says Carter from the subway. <laughs> Plus <laughs> for charity. Yes. Um, Tax okay. right off. I give him a buzz. Um, hello. You have reached um, the Carlisle Foundation. Yes. Um, um, I've been told, and I am a terrible bore for being ever so late to, to reach out to you, but mm. I, I hear that tomorrow evening there's to be a gala, um, and I do hope there's some room left for me and uh, three of my closest. Four tickets to tomorrow night's gala. This is rather late. Um, it's not often we get such a late comer. Buying four tickets, no less, to the gala. Um, sir, you are aware that it is uh, the 1920s equivalent of $1,000 per head for this gala. Oh, yes, I'm quite aware. One, one needn't be too... Uh too sore about it. I, I assure you I'm good for it. Um, you've, yeah. You can either, I can either provide you a check, or you can just call my man in New York or London, and you can have the money uh, ready for you in whichever way you uh, need it. But uh, talking about these matters is so pedestrian, I'd much yeah. rather speak about what the foundation is raising money for. Yes, well, we raise money for all sorts of charities. Uh, tomorrow is uh, going particularly to uh, the young orphans in uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn orphans, yes. There's a there's an epidemic, you know, of Brooklyn orphans, and uh, some something needs to be done. Uh, well, luckily, God the Carlisle Fund. Yes. God bless their little orphan hearts too. Yes. Yeah. Um, and what is your name? My name is Reginald um, Smith. Well, Smith, you might say. Oh, uh, they yeah, changed oh, yeah. it as Ethers Island to Smith. Oh, um, and I and I can tell I perhaps speaking to a fellow countryman here how how often uh, the, our mother tongue is mangled by these colonials. So yes. I, I understand I understand changing your your regal and uh, and, and mellifluous Smythe to the more um, uh, the more workmanlike Smith. But um, uh, I thank you ever so much for all this information. Mm. Um, now, uh, so if that can be secured under the name Villiers, then uh, Villiers. I'll be I'll be seeing you tomorrow evening. And how do you spell that name? V-I-L-L-I-E-R. Hold on, I need to find a pencil. Oh, God in heaven. Here's one. The bloody Imperian of all the saints. Okay. <laughs> Poor Vaughn is like at the brink and he has to deal with these ninka poops. <laughs> oh, I have one right here, yes. Uh, you said uh, Villiers C... V, because uh, uh, with a V, old boy. V, um, yes, V. Yes, yes, Reginald, old chap. Um, yes, this V, I, double L, I, E, R, S. And, uh, and yes. I, I don't suppose Miss Carlyle will be present for, um, if, if I want to pull her ear, as it were. And oh, Miss Carlyle's present at all of her galas. She has a bit of a social line, as I'm sure you know, a man of your, um, wallet. Yes. Now, Reginald, man yes. to man, uh, what, what would you say uh, Miss Carlyle's character is? No doubt she's a very virtuous sort, uh, being given to philanthropy of this type, but... Um, well, you're not familiar with Mrs. 
Miss Carlyle, even only a little by reputation, before? old boy. Uh, <laughs> yes, only by reputation. Uh, we share friends in common, but I, I confess I've never had the pleasure. Oh, well, no, she's quite the firecracker. I think you'll find her company uh, most pleasant. Uh, if you can uh, squeeze a word in her with her edgewise, she's quite popular, you know, and she is the hostess of the party, but I'm sure if you flaunt the wor words around as you do with me, you'll get a moment to chat with her. You flatter, sir, you flatter. Well, if she brings the firecracker, I'll bring the match. Ha! Okay, so... I don't um, get it. <clears throat> well, I, uh, it seems though the reservation's been made. Uh, yes, we have um, four for uh, Vaughn, Vill Mr. Villiers, you said? Uh, I assumed <laughs> your name was Vaughn. You sounded like a Vaughn, but I don't know if you ever told me of his name. Um, you, I, I'm truly a prophet in a seer, you are, Mr. Reginald Smythe. Um, I... So oh, I haven't you. heard someone call me Smythe in so long. I feel like I'm back home in France. <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, well, um, this has been delightful. Um, mm. So, just this uh, is the longest conversation I've had all day. For you see, most people bought their tickets to the gala months ago. Yes, as I said, I'm terribly late. I am. I'm. I'm purely a catastrophe. A terrible mm. caution. Oh, you must think me a terrible beast. Yes, so, I do. Um, I suppose then I just we will just show up to Wooster like like four little vagabonds, and but we'll flash yes. my name and enter the party. Yes, yes, it should be quite simple. You know, it's a black tie affair, but I'm sure you understand that. And uh, yes, your name will be on there. I have your bank information here. And uh, should we run into any problems? A number that I could reach you at. Um, feel free to reach out to me at uh, this number at the Waldorf Astoria, old boy. Thank you oh, ever so much. Oh, Astoria, are you just visiting, Mr. Villiers? <laughs> yes, in town for only trice, I confess. Hmm. Well, um, perhaps I will see you tomorrow night at oh, the gala. Oh, there, Reginald. Oh, yes, of course. It's part of the perks of working for the Foundation. I get a free ticket. Well, Mr. Smythe, if all goes, if all goes well, perhaps our paths will cross again and we can have more of this charming repartee. It was a rather fun interlude for this episode. <laughs> yes, something tells me that this is a nice simmer before things really start to come to a boil. Yes, well, for the author as they say. Yes, for the orphans. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. God save. God save the Brooklyn orphans. See you tomorrow at the party. Yes, ta-ta. Cheers, old boy. <laughs> and Reginald Smythe. Uh, hey, so. <laughs> it's very rude. It's like in the room when this conversation is happening, only hearing one side. Oh, yes, very much on one side. You're like hearing Vaughn code switch into whatever. Like, yeah. he's, like, he's unlocked some All new All I can tell is it's not good. Ultimate version of a, a some frequency some that only British and people also, hear. And uh, also, Feyruz is a little freaked out, like, and already thinking about what favors can she call in to be dressed to the nines to this thing? <laughs> yeah, oh I know, because Vaughn's going to have the clothes for this. But yeah, you, and you can even see Vaughn now, like crossing over, like like opening up a huge like trunk that he has, and like pulling out a couple of black ties. It's like, yes, don't leave him without them. Yes. Mm. What were you able to a jacket or hmm? Were you, oh, were yes. you able to? Are, are we all going to be able to go? Oh yes, you're wrong. Got four tickets, don't you know? Um, about your, about everyone's wardrobe. I suppose that's their own affair. But <laughs> I suppose everyone will have to dress themselves up a bit, or else you get the bit of the bums rush. Ah, uh, 
Of course, yes. Uh, I absolutely have uh, the perfect ensemble for such an occasion. Needn't you worry. Well, perhaps we can work in, if not, uh, perhaps we can work in another little shopping interlude in the midst of saving all these people's lives. <laughs> of <laughs> but course, we, but you... we, I'm sure we'd have plenty of time for all of that. Yes, well, I'm sure that you, uh, uh, I don't wish to um, interrupt your studies anymore. Learnt anything uh, particularly uh, horrid from that book of yours? Funny thing. Uh, let us address that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you've been, uh, we'll say Margot and um, Carter have left, and uh, you're really spending time with this while Vaughn is taking some time to gather himself and make these arrangements to go to the Carlisle Gala tomorrow night. Um, and you've just been poring over what appears to be a, a, a travel log um, by a man named Nigel Blackwell. It's an odd mix of, uh, at first, what seems just like a, a travelogue, almost like a journal of his uh, time he spent uh, traveling across Africa. But as you continue reading and, and pouring through it, you see that it, it also um, starts to talk about different um, ritual practices um, he witnessed firsthand during his travels by um, groups uh, in Africa that over time he starts to refer to as cults. Um, it looks like his notes were collected by someone and turned into this book. There's no publisher publisher listed on the uh, title page. Um but it, it doesn't appear that uh, Blackwell uh, himself had this book published. Um, and as you're digging through it, like it starts getting stranger and stranger the more you pour through. And it seems like um, the things that he were was seeing started to weigh upon his mind um, to the point where he, he talks about uh, witnessing like otherworldly an otherworldly creature sort of appear during one particular ritual um, but it's written like it starts to be complete incomprehensible madness and it starts to weigh on you as well Feruz give me a, a a D10 roll. So. Oh. I rolled a nine. You're reading this, and you start getting lost in the story that Blackwell is recounting, the, the journal, and you kind of flash back to the time you spent in Peru and all the things that you... Uh, saw there, and you, in a way, sort of project yourself into this travel log. And when Blackwell talks about, you know, hiding in bushes and uh, watching uh, these cult practices go on, you almost see yourself in Blackwell's shoes, uh, pushing aside branches and watching. But in in this, you also see yourself 
as the members of the cult as well. And then you look and you see and all the members of the cult are you dancing naked around a fire, singing to the skies. But you're watching this while also taking part in it. And you lose nine points of sanity. <gasps> Good God. Yes, yes, don't you see? Gibran? Don't, don't you see it? It's, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is all connected. It's, it's, it's not just, it's not just here, it's just, you can, as voyeuristic as it sounds, you could just, you could, you could observe it, but you could be right there as part of it. Gibran? And then those, 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 those creatures, those creatures are real. Those creatures are real. They're real, and we can, we can commune with them, you see. Um, and, uh, a siren flies by, and Vaughn, you hear this, uh, this is, you're the worst person to be put in this position. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm watching this. Is. Just a, Vaughn's just a, like one of the, cig- like a dangler cigarette, just like, Watching this. <laughs> like, this is um, bad. This kook. Get low this screwball. Yeah. No, um, it's just like, oh dear. Vaughn. Oh dear, oh dear. Hmm? Vaughn. Yes. Vaughn, these, these, these things that we've seen, these things that we've seen, it's not accidental. You can. Yes. Yes, I know. We can. It's all part of a system. It's part of a system, and we can be a part of that system, and we can, we can conjure these things. There must be a reason. That these things are that that, that that these people see commune with these creatures. Yes, yes, of course, Jabron. Nothing, nothing in this universe happens without God's providence, understanding it. But the powers of evil are legion and aligned against His design. We have seen it, but but, but which we know, you and I. And here I yes, put my indeed. hands on on your shoulders. We know, you and I, that we're on the side of the angels. Yes. 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 But what do you think our purpose is in all of this, Vaughn? All will be revealed in time. There are times when his ways are inscrutable. But he has promised us that death is not the end. Yes? And I know it to be true. As you do. Right. (laughs) Yes. And I take some comfort in that. Cuckoo! Peal of thunder. Right. Yes. 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 We will, we will find, we will discover all the answers to all of this, and then we, we, will find that death is an illusion. <laughs> Cheers to that, old girl. <laughs> Cheers, my friend. Perhaps we should not tell the others. Oh, no. Oh, no. They'll learn. They'll learn. <laughs> Give yeah. me an intelligence roll now, Feyrus, to see if you fully understand. Uh, sure, this uh, is. I was lost oh, in the roleplay. How many sanity did I lose? Nine. Nine, nine sanity. So many. That's over, over five in a session. What's right? the max in a day? What's uh, the max? Over five in a pop. You have to roll an intelligence roll uh, to see it. if you fully understand. What's All right, happening. you want to okay. you want to not hit this, right? You, you want to roll fail over. It. I want to go like, over an intelligence roll. Ooh, yeah. my no, intelligence is, is no very high. She's too smart. Yeah. Bad. yeah, I mean this. 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 Could be... <gasps> I rolled a ninety-five though. Jesus, a ninety-five. Excellent. Over. I, 
over 80. I really wanted to like not do well on this so that I could kind of lose my marbles a little bit. <laughs> there goes the uh, book. So what happens? Uh, you don't have a bout of madness. Um, and how much sanity do you have? I'm assuming this isn't one. Now fifth. I have it because now I have a 74. Okay. So you're, you're fine. Where it was over five and one pop, you have to roll that intelligence roll to see if you fully understand what is happening. You don't. Um, you get so lost perhaps in the fiction that, uh, you don't have a break similar to what Vaughn experienced <laughs> when he saw the many faced creature in the pit. Yeah. This is a new mechanic uh, that we haven't experienced yet. Uh, you have encountered your first Mythos Tome. Mm, and, I really wanted uh, to lose my shit a little bit. Yeah, yeah well, you this, don't did. worry. You this did time. You, yeah. <laughs> well, don't worry. Right. Yeah, and losing I'm that sure insanity, like, mm-hmm. it still lands on you. You are not right. And if you lose more today, you've already you've already got nine stacked against your one-fifth of the day, um, which could lead to a, a possible break. But with a Mythos Tome, it's a very, very interesting mechanic, part of Call of Cthulhu. I've never dealt with it before because I've never played long enough uh, to do it. But when you spend time doing an initial reading uh, of a tome, there is an automatic sanity loss as you are like now exposed to knowledge that you should not have. Um, and then you get a, an initial uh bonus now to your Cthulhu Mythos skill. So similar to what happened to Vaughn, uh, you're going to have that happen to you. Uh, every tome is different. For this one, you get plus two to your Mythos score and your max sand goes down by two. Not your current sand, but your max sand. So if you were to just sit there and like read tomes all day, like these cultists do, Mm -hmm. you start your max sand going to be like 10. If you've read enough of these, um, if you continue reading this over time, uh, and, and I can tell you how long it takes. Every book is like, it tells you X amount of weeks, X amount of months spending time with this book. And you can just tell me like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. Oh, uh, I plan on it. Yeah. <laughs> you will gain more mythos points and unlock whatever powers this book may have. Yeah, when can she start doing magic and I shit? I mean, Feyre's being happens with the tomes. academic that she is, and the the, the thirst for I have to know what this means, she would absolutely spend time on this. And you see symbols and stuff in the book that looks like it's been used recently, like someone needed this book for not only information, but to do something. There's blood stained on the pages. Uh, f- fresh fingerprints. You can see someone was using it, but you look at it and it is nonsense. But maybe it won't be after a couple months or a couple weeks when all of a sudden <laughs> new information clicks and you start doing magic. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, so you have your first Mythos Tome, Africa's yes. Dark Sex, um, but you pay a little price. In the meantime. Worth it. Worth it. It's still raining out. We see Carter and Margot walking over to this deli on 8th Ave. Maybe you took a bus across town. I want to note that I split the photos into two separate piles. One of them just being the pictures before the fight that I took of the room. I'm not sure if I want to show him like the other ones because... But we'll see how these first ones go. Right. You might need to drop that if the conversation isn't going well. What about the picture of you with that uh, mask over your head? Where did that one end up? not with me. That is probably back at the hotel. 
um, in the mm-hmm. piles of all the copies of my fo- photos. I think I might have made one copy of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Framed it. Is it where mm-hmm. we could find it? Yeah. Are you going to go through my stuff? Oh, I don't so know. Weird. I feel like she wouldn't jinx it by <laughs> taking it with her. I f- and like, accidentally, accidentally exposing sh- it. Yeah, because it could implicate her. So I feel like she would right. leave it and maybe like try to hide it in her s- drawers. Right. In, in Vaughn's drawers. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Molly's wearing <laughs> a Vaughn opening a Why drawer. Vaughn and just have like, this photo mm-hmm. of Marco? Got my underwear. Vaughn has been... Uh, housing you all in the world of Astoria in this beautiful one bedroom and just bought you $4,000 worth of tickets uh, to a gala tomorrow night uh, to save Brooklyn orphans. Um, God, Vaughn only gave us five bucks for these Rubens. Fucking cheapskate. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't spent it all in one place, though, man. Five whole yeah. dollars? Five bucks. Mm-hmm. We gotta split them. Oh. I mean, these Rubens probably cost like two bits. <laughs> it is very expensive in New York. Oh. I bet their conversation right now, I bet they're having a just a, a whale of a time, those two. They're just probably chitter-chattering away. They don't have to be out here in the rain. So comfy, snugged up, whatever. Yeah, so, so just reading a book, getting some tickets, just yeah. really chill, low Just key. chilling out. We're out here doing the hard work. I know. <laughs> We're finding everything out. Yeah. All right, let's go in here. Okay. Ding-a-ling-ling. Ding-a-ling-ling. You get out of the rain. I imagine you took the Crosstown bus to 34th. You get out in the rain. You've got to walk uh, five blocks up to 39th Street. But sure enough, uh, there's the deli. Um, you go inside, and it's a classic New York deli in that there's a long counter with uh, little stools that spin. Uh, it's thin, though, with booths on the other side. It's just booth, 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 booth. Maybe one or two tables up front, uh, but it's kind of dark in there. And uh, if you look in the uh, back booth, uh, you see uh, Lieutenant Poole sitting there eating a corned beef on rye. Mm. He sees you. Oh, there he is, and that sandwich looks bomb. But you want to order a sandwich, or is you hungry? I do. Yeah, All right, let's go. Okay, come on. Come on. You so gotta try these Rubens, by the way. They've got sauerkraut on them. Have you ever heard of sauerkraut? Do they got sauerkraut in Germany? No. No? No. Oh, man, no. you guys gotta check it out. Maybe we'll bring it over next time. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a delicacy. I don't know where it came from. Oh, pool, hey. <clears throat> yeah, get over here, get over here. Please sit, sit down. Is that uh, a corned beef? I a little earlier. Um... Anyway, uh, you got you got twenty minutes of my time. What's what's going on here? I uh, hope your mind is fully encased in that skull of yours because it's about to get blown out the back of your head. He dips his rye into a big thing of brown mustard, takes a bite, chases it with some coffee. What do you got? What if I told you that Juju House in Harlem is the epicenter? of a crime wave that you've been investigating for I don't know how long, but a long time. What is what is Juju House? It is an African curio shop that's run by one Silas Nkwane. Now, uh, Hilton Adams, who, as you know, arrested, who, as you know, or rather supposed, is innocent. Mm-hmm. He himself thought that this place was important in terms of the missing people, the murders, even the murder of Jackson Elias. Did Feyruz and Margot tell Poole that you went and spoke to Hilton Adams? I'm trying to remember the timeline of events. We did tell him you that did. we spoke to him. Okay. Um, okay, he puts a sandwich down, lights up a cigarette. The classic corned beef coffee cigarette uh, trio. Yes, 
Carter's mouth is just watering. He's just watching. It's like, it's really hard for me not to order right now. Pause my story. Margot, do you want to say anything? You want to, I don't want to, uh, you know. Uh, as, thank you for meeting with us. We have a couple items and photographs we would like to share with you. Um, photographs? Yeah. From the Juju house. Now, okay. we may have taken the liberty of letting ourselves in to Juju house while it was closed. She kicks you under the table. Ow. <laughs> I mean, ow. Could we not? Because. All right. All right. All right. Listen, before you go any further, just understand. I'm a policeman first. Sure. Obviously, I have a special interest in this uh, in this case, uh, but this isn't my case. All this investigation has moved uptown to the 14th precinct, so be careful what you're telling here. We're putting a lot of trust into you. Just consider us your uh, vigilante CIs. Yeah, well, Speaking I of- warned your friends last time with her and your other friend that this is something you need to be uh, very, very careful about. You shouldn't even be involved in. So now, God I damn appreciate- it, what matters to you more? Human I appreciate the help. protocol. All right, what do you got? Carter, don't make a scene. Um, but speaking of the 14th Precinct, I think we have something that um, can directly implicate them as being involved with the Juju House um, oh, really? for unknown nefarious reasons. And yeah. she turns to you for the book. It's right here. This is a ledger that I happen to come across from Juju House. Look what's listed here. 14th Precinct. 14th Precinct. 14th Precinct. Look at all it's, wait, wait, wait. All it says is WR14. Now, that could be Walter Robeson, 14th. Could be. Could be. Uh, but I'm going to need more than this. All right. This, this is something. Uh, but WR14, did you did you see him going in there? Did you see? We saw. I, look, I don't know what Robeson looks like. But I definitely saw. Our friend knows what he looks like. I and did mm-hmm. we talk to you? Because you saw him. Um we Fine. saw. I did not guy. see him. I saw. We we oh. saw a guy go in and get it, and I, and I was harassed by bead cops. Okay, probably working for Robeson, but yeah. And yeah. one um, of those cops was one. It was the person you saw go in and stuff mm-hmm. an envelope. Yeah, we saw okay. a, yeah. A, a police officer go in, come out with an envelope full of money. You got a photograph of that? Yeah. No. Yes. Because Margo yes, was I not do. with us. What? You know, you have a photograph of um, Makunga talking to. Oh, it's Makunga. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't have. All a right. photo of I Robeson. mean, this is this is good that you saw this stuff, but you understand the position that I'm in. When this, when these murders started showing up more so in Harlem than anywhere else, the entire investigation has moved up there. So my hands are a little bit tied. Well, I'm then interested. Maybe, why, why are we even talking to you? I mean, what are you, we're trying to get justice here. We're trying to but get you understand. You got to give me more than this. It's nice that you saw these things, but I need Margo, photos. I need more than WR fourteen. Margot, do it. I have some photos. I would like to show you. It is the basement of the Juju House, and she takes out the first folder and um, pushes it towards you. The basement of this Juju House. Yes. I'm not going to ask any questions. Okay. Um... And what is the first photo he sees? He sees first photo. I have so many notes. Um, a photo of the room, the room with the circle hole. <sighs> okay. All right. So it's not. I mean, you ever see a basement like that, bro? Yeah. No. No. It looks a little strange. This stuff yeah. hanging on the walls. But I mean, this still obviously could be a speakeasy. Keep going, um, Margo. What else? Um, I have more. 
Photos. Okay, Carter just reaches in and grabs the, the shit and puts <laughs> all the murder all the murder photos down. Boom. And I want a Reuben. <laughs> so you have photos of the bodies of the I have photos the of the symbols, the room, and then also behind the curtain after the fight happens because we open the curtain and the fight happens and then after that happens I take picture of the room again. I took a picture of the thing beneath the uh, circle lid in the center of the floor. Pictures of the dead bodies. Um, yeah. That's what all right, So sees. when you slap all those on the table, he's just like, okay. All right. First of all, first of all, what what's the story with these bodies? We had a hell of a night last night, man. The... Went behind the curtain, as you see here in the first picture. We peered behind it, and there were four people back there. Um, They had carving symbol that everyone has seen on the Zabadi so far. The same way that Jackson and Elias murdered these people? No. No. You think we'd come to you if we killed people? Well, I I see. You said you found them behind the curtain, and now I see bodies all over the floor. They came after us, and we had to defend ourselves. What do you mean they came after you? They attacked us. Hostile. The, the look at these people. They, their stomachs are cut wide open. They got cut symbols on their head. I don't head. know what draw. They were probably on some kind of. They were hopped up on some kind of reefer. They came right after us. Okay. And, uh, all right. Well, then what the hell is this thing? And he points to the the creature that like it's very dark. Um, I can't remember what you rolled on your photography. Did you get a hard success? Um, I can't remember. I don't remember. I didn't take that down. I just. But I imagine it's very dark down there. It just looks like lots of faces. I did not realize that that photo was part of this pile. Uh, What is this? I don't know. So again, if we look at the first photo here, we see this circle in the center of the floor, and we opened it. Okay, and there were there are there people trapped down there. Is this where all the missing people went? It's possible. So so what? You just left them there. We had to we had to get out of there. Things were going a little crazy. What do you mean you had to get out of there? Silas Nakwane of- and his we we stake this place out. By the way, a stakeout, you might want to look into it. It's when okay, you so- sit there and you watch people secretly. We okay, saw people t- going in and out of this place. This every is what night. we've been telling you this whole time. Okay, this but wait, are those are those people do still alive down there? Cults. Trapped in this pit? I don't know if those are people anymore, really, so much as just uh Have you heard of pizza? Uh, You've heard of pizza? Yeah, like Neapolitan Delight. Yeah, this is a mozzarella cheese. Just pictured that, but it's just a lot of faces. Um, uh, Margo, I'm trying to, you're the artist. How can you describe this better than my pizza analogy? The point is, pool, we're in some deep shit. Okay. All right, all right, all right. All right. Can you, do you even rec- do you recognize any of these bodies? No, these I don't people recognize that have been any of these bodies. I mean, this, this one's completely mutilated here, and this one I can barely see. This, this. I do want to say, when we killed him, it was fucking awesome. Like I thought you said. All right, hold on. In defense, hold on. In defense. Defense. And he raises his voice, and like the guy at the bar kind of looks over. Uh, Are you? We have a couple more items. Yeah. Uh huh. Are you going to finish uh, that, Reuben? Uh, all right. First of all, who else knows about this? Just us. Just uh, the, the four of us. The four that, of us that you originally. The four you knuckleheads that came into my precinct after your friend got killed. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. What else did you find? Hey, and he's just like sitting yeah. back beside himself now. Um, and he's, his eye is like twitching a little bit from looking at these photos. 
Margo, what else do you have? Another cigarette. We have um, the knife. And Got a knife. Uh-huh. We have a knife. The headband. A knife? Which, what do you mean a knife? We have a knife that I found under Silas Nakwane's bed. Again, the proprietor of Juju House. And a headband? What headband? You had mentioned headbands. Exactly. Uh, okay. Okay, so. These, this is the same knife we saw with the men who killed our friend, and they, they ran. And they the same okay. things carved in their head that was carved in our friend's head and gutted the same way. It's them. They are responsible. All right, then what the fuck is this? And he points <laughs> at a picture, and it's the picture of you with the mask on your no, head. No, I did not include that photo. Can you I didn't? roll a luck You are 100% sure you didn't include it. Oh, you got GM'd. Is this because of what I said earlier about the train? (laughs) What What the fuck is this? Is there someone down there wearing one of these things? What is going on in Juju House? There's a mask down there. There's fucking claws. She hastily picks it up and she's like, listen, are you going to take us seriously or not? So our friend is dead and we found who... All right, this kill, this all right. is evidence right here. And I might Same add, as right. his your kills. buddies in the 14th precinct shook down our uh, our English friend. Uh, they're no buddies English of mine. Person. They're no buddies of mine. And listen, if they're involved, we don't know at what level. At 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 worst, they're involved with all they're of this. They're on the this. take. Yeah. Oh, at, yeah. At, at best, they're just turning a blind eye. But we have to assume the worst. We have to assume the worst. So do not, we do not go one more to thing. the 14th. Um, Millie Adams is missing. The the wife of the guy yes. on death row? Yes. As of the last 24 hours, um, she did not show up to the, the, the center right. that she usually... We need Listen. to resolve this now. And you yes. call, can, yes. you, can you put a call in? Can we stay Hilton Adams' execution? Yeah. And he's just like lighting another cigarette off the one he's doing. His hand's shaking a little bit like this is a lot. He's basically failed a sanity roll while looking at these <laughs> photos <laughs> and so he's like cracking a little bit um okay okay um no this is good this is good this is this is this is this is what I asked you to do when we when we met um yeah. last last a week oh my god it was a week ago last Thursday Thursday night when you came um this is good uh first of all stop doing what you're doing okay don't look into this anymore I'm going to, uh, I have a couple guys, uh, under me that I trust. I mean, how do we know we can trust you? Who else are you going to trust? Carter, we have no choice. That is a good point, and we already did show him everything, so this is maybe a little... Uh, I mean, I this is not this the time for late. that question. You do I just not thought it was necessary this. to say in the moment. You do not show any of this to anybody else. Okay? okay. We don't want this leaked out uh, to the press. Mm-hmm. We don't want other people finding out. This is um, this is uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna find some a couple of guys that I work with, and we're gonna go uh, we're gonna go look into this. How many people they got there now? At what, the like Juju House, people? yeah. In the basement. All together. If I if I go there right now, is, is there going to be a hundred people there? Are there going to be two people there? So they in meet, the basement, so in the hole, it looked like um, a few dozen heads. But I bet you a thousand dollars, which could get you into a fairly nice party, that those bodies are gone by this point. I mean, there's no way that he showed back up and just let those things sit out there. Now, I'll tell you this. Every night around midnight, we've noticed... 
Everyone keeps showing up and going down there. If something's going on at night, and we have it on good authority that on the new moon, right? New moon? Black moon? What's it called? Dark moon? moon. Dark, yeah, whatever. Not into astrology. It's a bunch of hoo-ha. I mean, why, how can you say, I was born on this date, that means your personality, I'm not going to get into it. It's a moon, Carter. Sure. Celestial things. So what about okay. the new moon? Well, okay, so stop distracting me. So basically, the new moon, people get kidnapped and they get killed. Okay? And that new moon, by the way, I think is tomorrow? Saturday. Two days from now. Saturday into Sunday. Um, yeah, two days from now. Okay, all right. You've taken in all this information. You can see he's completely shook, and he's, like, talking to himself under his breath. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ask him. He's a dangerous, dangerous guy. I'm going to ask O'Leary and um, McKinnon. O'Leary and McKinnon. I got two guys. I got two guys I can trust. They sound uh, Irish. Are you sure? Are you sure? No, I can trust him. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take them, and uh, we're going to go <laughs> check this out, I guess. Um well, how are you going to check it out? You can't just shove up there. It's no, I know, to- I know. I've got to be very careful because when we don't know how Robeson is involved, I don't want him getting wind of this or seeing us up there. We're not supposed to be outside of our precinct. You know so- what maybe you could do is there is an empty um, storefront right next to it in the alley. You can... Pawn shop. It's closed down. Be in there. Okay. Scope it out. Empty pawn shop. Uh, yeah, the lock might be a little loose. I need to write some of this down. Do I do you have a pencil? No, um, what? I don't have a pencil. Oh my goodness, uh, she <laughs> reaches right. in her bag. Mysteries. Thank Here you. you go. All right, so empty pawn shop. <laughs> shoves a sawed-off shotgun out of the way. Um, <laughs> all right, all right. You listen to me. You don't do anything. You don't do anything, and uh, this is probably going to take me. Until at least tomorrow to figure this out. Uh, I don't well, think we should go there tonight. What about Hilton? We should go what tonight. about Millie? All right, the, the wife is missing too. Okay. Yeah, and the husband might get fried. All right, then we gotta go. We gotta go as soon as possible. I mean, can you not use what you got here to at least call the prison no. and tell him to? No, no, no. We can't do any of that. We can't do any of that. None of this is gonna hold up. This is absolute insanity. What you're showing me and what, what you're telling hell? me. It's a pool. Would it help if one of us comes with you? No. That would be I the opposite of help. That would be wildly we dangerous. We found out no, all of this that, ourselves. And, and for that, I'm appreciative. This is what I asked for at the beginning when I first brought you in for questioning. Uh, you've done very good. You've done very, very well with all of this, but I'm going to handle it from here, okay? Um, where, are you, where? How can I contact you after this? We'll give him a number to the... Uh, Waldorf Astoria. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna. He won't be around tomorrow night. So he puts a, he puts out a cigarette real quick. Where are you going tomorrow night? We got other uh, a plans. dinner. We just had this this place we've been dying to go to for forever since we got in here. It's an oyster house. It's, it's supposed to be delicious. We're okay. going out to dinner. We need to relax. All right. Um. Listen. Can I take this stuff? Um. Yes. She. Uh, takes it back out because she pulled it out before and she tries to remove that photo without you seeing her and hands you the um, folder. Okay. Do you have a little sleight of hand? What do you have there? Do I? Oh, Carter um, does. And maybe you could notion to Carter. Where is sleight of hand The weird photo. Here? I might have just oh, made up that is. skill. Above no, spot it's hidden. totally a freaking skill. <sighs> you, want me, you want me to roll that skill? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> can I aid her? How do you can you do that? There's no guidance in this game. Sarah, Sarah, aid. So, um, I'm. I rolled a ninety-nine. Oh, I'm gonna push it. What do you do differently? Um, what do you do at first? She's just kind of like she's like trying. She's like in her bag, trying to sneakily do it and seize it, and like almost like it kind of shocks her every time she sees it. Yeah. Um, and maybe almost gives her cover up, but shifts like, oh, it's just my bag is so big. I can Carter notice this at here. all? Can he? Yeah, you can see her fumbling with it, but I, I kind of want to see and the I'm results of this push roll first. Push Fuck. it to see if my bag falls open and you can see what I'm doing. Oh my god. I hate, I'm throwing out this dice. I rolled a 97. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So this is fun. Oh, no. This is fun. All right, so, why we play this game. What was so that's a fumble. Um, oh, no. I'm assuming your skill is under 50%. 10. Uh, <laughs> 10. Okay. That's a fumble followed by a pushed fumble. Uh, oh, Carter, you oh, see this. Oh, no. Do you want to try and help this situation at all? Um, yeah. How, can, I, I want to like uh, uh, knock over Poole's coffee. Okay. Ah, the, the fuck is this hot so coffee? I was trying to, I thought your, we were done with the Reuben. I was going to take oh, a bite. God. Now I got to <laughs> back and he's, he's like trying to grab napkins to he, clean he himself. Uh, Do you want to try and grab it? Gra- me grab it? Do you want to try and grab this photo that you see her fumbling yes. for? Okay, slave him. All right, guys, don't worry. Give yourself a bonus die for the distraction. Okay, so that means I re-roll the tens? Mm-hmm. 42 under 66. Okay, so you you create this whole hubbub, and uh, you knock the coffee over, and he's he's trying to, like, wipe it, and you see, you try and help her, and she grabs it. Uh, while this is happening, Margo, you're just, like, you're, you're taken aback by this. You realize that, like, it's under control, but you turn and you look out the window of the diner. And there's just a figure in a trench coat standing there, staring at you. I guess I'm frozen staring at the figure. Do I, Does it look familiar? Can I see any features? It's dark, um, it's, it's dark out from the rain. He's like across the street and there's two parked cars and there's a figure. Uh, it looks like a man in a long trench coat and a, uh, a wide brimmed hat just standing there. No umbrella in the rain staring at you. And when you look, maybe there's like a tiny nod and then he walks away. I get up and walk out the door like a crazy person. Like, just get up and just run to the door and look around. Hey, Margo, furiously. where are you going, Margo? Hey, <laughs> where's your friend going? I need these. I don't know. Give something. me these. She's German. Give me these papers. And he just, like, he takes the, the photographs and everything, and he looks to you, and he's like, you and your friend and your other friends, you're done with this. I'm going to handle this from now okay. on. You did good. I sure. will. I will contact you. Tomorrow. I mean, we'll see what, how things go, but I'll contact you tomorrow. Uh, if you don't hear from me, you call me. Um, tomorrow, I'll call you. Got it. And if you need to call us, and Carter like reaches into his pocket and pulls out a card for the Waldorf Astoria, but on the back of it, he's written Mystery Squad. And like, you call us if you need anything. Is that our name now? <laughs> the Mystery Squad. Um, we all uh, approved it earlier. All right. But I'm telling you, you're done. Got Lay it. off. Let it go. 
let the professionals handle this. Sure, mystery squad will take a take a back seat. Fucking coffee grabs his 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 jacket, throws it on. And when you he, are done with the Reuben, right? Yes, yes, fine. And he okay. he walks out, and uh, as he does, he kind of like brushes past Margot. He's like, Margo's I told your friend, pouring rain. It's raining out. He's like, I told your friend, you're done. And rain pouring down, and he uh, trots across the street. Yeah, right. she looks do, at him Margo? and doesn't even say anything because she's just like. Looking back and forth, she just ran out there. It's pouring rain. And did she see where a figure? Yeah, you see the figure walking. He's now like three quarters of a block away, walking uh, on 39th Street towards 9th Avenue. I follow behind and stay in the light. You follow Carter, behind. Carter bursts through the the doors with the remnants of a, a crust of a Reuben. Yeah. Whoa, you see me just, like, walk off in the rain. You're like, what the hell? Whoa, yeah. <laughs> so I guess Carter has to follow Margot because she's going off. Yeah, so now there's, like, three three things going on. This Carter at the door with the Reuben, this Margot now following this guy, and this, uh, this guy, this figure, is now three-quarters of a block down. You stand in the light, and you watch. Do you pursue, or do you just keep your distance, Margot? Where is he going? Can I? Uh, looks like he's heading towards Ninth Avenue, but he's not picked up his pace at all. And it's there's people around up there. I, I wouldn't be following him into somewhere alone because it's, it's rain. It's, so everyone has sought uh, cover from the rain. Ba boom, ba boom! Big thunder peal again. You have. I don't know if you have an umbrella. It's just pouring on you. Yeah, I do keep following at a distance. Okay. Does uh, Carter see what this person, this figure? Uh, roll a spot hidden. Mm-hmm. Good thing I put my dice away. <laughs> uh, <laughs> didn't think I was gonna need those. You think you're done? Uh, nope. That's a 91. Okay, so yeah. In fact, you even lose Margot looking oh, in the rain, and it's it's pouring out, and you've got a uh, half, half-eaten Reuben in your hand. I am! Where you Oh my gosh, this place Margo, you're following, you're following, you're following. You see this figure turn uh, south on 9th Avenue. Do you continue? I go up to 9th Avenue, the corner, and look down. You look down, and there's no one there. Oh, so frustrated. She's probably just like, no, no, looking back and forth, and the rain's pouring down, her hair's on her face, and maybe she crosses the street. Uh, Did he go this way? It's... What? Uh, and just is defeated. Maybe at this point, um, Carter catches up with her. I lost you. I'm. Oh. You come back to the diner. Yeah. Perhaps. I go back. What happened? What the fuck? Where? You didn't see that man. I didn't see anything. I didn't there see you. There was a man t- outside the window. Well, why did you follow him? There's men I everywhere. I did. I tried to follow him. He was looking straight at us. And when I looked at him, he it looked like he nodded at me with his hat or something. And so I ran out. Well, I, who was so, it? Did I, I his... don't know. I, did, he, I could not catch up to him. And You're going to follow did... every man that nods at you? You're going to get lost in this city. Carter. It could have been someone... Who is going to tell that we've met with the pool and now they're in trouble and they're going to be expecting them now? Well, listen, we're going through a lot of shit these days, okay? You can't just run off on your own. And Carter's getting kind of like more emotional, I think, than he uh, thought he would. It's like, you can't, what if something happened to you? You know, like, and I'm here and and you're gone and you're like, 
The fuck, Margot, don't do that again. I think while you're yelling, she notices that you have the photo in your hand. And she glances down and she just like snaps it from you, but doesn't break eye contact mm-hmm. as she does it. She puts it in her bag, holds her bag close. Just don't, just be careful. Okay? You didn't see a man? No, I didn't see anyone. I saw this delicious sandwich, though. Do you want to go back in and maybe split seas, or...? <sighs> Fine. I would love a bacon, egg, and cheese okay, on let's see an what everything bagel. Oh, sure. And you guys go back into the deli to eat. <laughs> and we watch this scene for 45 minutes of you just silently eating. Like at soaking the end of the first wet. Avengers. <laughs> yeah, soaking wet. Uh, just eating pastrami and bacon, egg, and cheese oh. at... Uh, one ten in the afternoon on a rainy Thursday. Um, coming back to the hotel, which is what I'm assuming Margot and uh, Carter are going to do. Uh, at a certain point, Feruz, you get a message from downstairs from your father. Um, he didn't call to speak with you. Uh, he just, the message is the professor will call you tomorrow. Raspberries. Raspberry. <laughs> Raspberry Junction. Um, yeah, he. Uh, it seems like he's he's arranged it that the professor is going to call you tomorrow. Okay. But tomorrow is the dinner. Ah, end of season one. But what's going to happen? The dinner. Chat? I don't know. Will the rules call the professor? Will Is this the end of our Caped Crusaders? <laughs> and what of Reginald Smythe? <laughs> Will um, our players have a phone call? <laughs> Will the party be cool? <laughs> um, correct me if I'm wrong. Is there anything else you want to do today? Yes. Oh. Uh, oh, ye who's not in her right mind. Very much not in her right mind, and yet is still like I must, I must, I must be the belle of the ball. I must be the belle of the ball tomorrow. I, I need, to, I need, a, I need, I need an outfit. I need the perfect outfit, and so she's like trying to like roll through her in her mind of uh, who she could call, and she remembers, you know, like her, you know, since her mom died, her dad. She's seen her dad try to date all these schmoozy social uh, socialite mm-hmm. broads. Uh, I'm sure a few of them are from New York, and she's like, she maybe be able to call somebody to to maybe borrow a, a suitable outfit because, yeah, uh, you know, they 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 her dad's still this eligible bachelor, um, and and, and may want to do me a favor. Yeah, do we uh, come back to the Do we come back to the hotel room and just see like I'm just, these two? I'm it's like that movie on, Rush. There's just cigarette butts outfits. everywhere. No, trying, do. Yeah. Is this the no, rest? The rest of the do. day just, just a montage shaking. of you guys finding outfits for the gala. Oh, yeah, but um, I got my <laughs> I got like a tie wrapped around my like head. The burns oh, too soon, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. And you, it's just Vaughn being like, no. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. That's the one. This one. Uh, come true. This one. There's the bell of the ball. Yes. <laughs> Tilling us. What fun you've been missing? Um, what is happening in what here? What the fuck is going on in here? <laughs> Cigarettes like, everywhere. I'm going to be the bell of the ball. 
<laughs> Tickets what happened to Pharaoh? What happened to Smarty Pants? I had a meeting uh, talk with Smythe. <laughs> Smythe? What the fuck are you talking about? talking over each other nonsense. <laughs> I had what? a meeting with Smythe. Look at me! <laughs> Maybe, like, we it's see chaos. the book, like, That's open and sprawled out on the ground mm-hmm. and, like... Papers yeah. everywhere. And what have you? Have you set loose the dogs of war against our enemies? Mm. Okay, okay, Tell hold us. on, hold on. Carter, like, shuts this book. Something. How long were you reading this book? Just a few hours? I don't know. How long have you been gone? You're chewing your own face off, for Christ's no, sake. I'm not. What have you, you guys been it? on? There's been so much at stake. I, I have been poring over these books with our, with our scotch. And what have you found? Oh, oh, Margo. Oh, sweet Margo. Oh, you have no idea. I might. All right. Did you know that death is an illusion? Oh, no. And that, and that we can, can have the, we have the power, we have the ability to summon these creatures, these gods, and we, all of us, all of us, all of us. We need to teach you, uh. you and you and Tillinghast. But but we have the capability to be amongst God seeking justice upon this earth. Okay. A Fay has gone insane. I will we will we will <laughs> expose them all. This 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 my mother's disappearance, Peru, all of this, all of it ties together. Um, and I'll, I'll, I will kind of draw close to uh, Tilly Haston and won't be like, don't worry, old chum. She's just a, she's just a little bit cracked after reading that book. I'm sure, I'm sure the last few nights have taken a toll on all of us. <laughs> don't worry. I want to well off the ball. <laughs> okay, guys. She's concerned about the party, which is imminent. And don't worry, we're very far along on our spiritual warfare. Okay, but. <laughs> I'm not feeling well. And she just goes, and I need to dry off and. Be alone, and she just goes into the bathroom. The pool is on the case. What? Pool is on the case. But yeah. What a pool. Okay. Pool. Can you guys just take just uh, take five steps back? Okay, you're just up in my face right now. Okay, just everyone sit down. Jesus Christ! Listen. Yeah, we talked to. Pool. First of all, you got tickets to those party. You got tickets to the party. <laughs> Do I? All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm a close personal friend of Reginald Smythe, so I, I dare say that um, we're, we're in like Flint. No idea who that is. Maybe that's another ancient spirit at this point. Yes, we talked to Poole. We may have told him almost everything. Uh, but the good news is he's on the case. All right? He's, he's and he, going yeah. there? Now? Uh, unclear. He seemed pretty distraught, I think, by the imagery. Um... I don't know why uh, Margot put a picture of her own self wearing a mask in there. I didn't even know that that happened. What? Uh, But we got that. He seemed a little uh, concerned at the uh, uh, pizza face mass under the pit. But, uh, yeah, he's he's contacting some of his buddies that he claims he can trust, and they're going to go look into it. I told him, call the Mystery Squad if you need anything. (laughs) So... Anyway, that's us, by the way. I figured that out last night when I couldn't sleep. So, that's the deal. Um, I don't really want to ask you, Feyruz, what you've been doing, because I feel like the answer is obvious. Um, And so, yeah. So, that's pretty much where we're at. I would love to figure out a way to uh, save Millie Adams. Uh, Maybe that's something we could start looking into. (laughs) 
Um, but, 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 but Poole and his men are, are, are running now. The cavalry, uh, the old American cavalry, is now rushing to, to Juju House to break up the joint. I don't. So we must look our best for tomorrow. Okay, that uh, is yeah. true. She's not wrong. Um, but well, there, yes. there will be calls for celebration because when dawn breaks, Millie Adams will be freed, Hilton Adams will be set loose, the entire it's cult shall be small. dissolved thanks to the efforts of the valiant uh, uh, Detective Poole, and, and uh, we'll be in the grace of the Almighty. Oh, God! God! Click. Yes, hello? We got to Margot in the bathroom. Margot, what are you doing? She has the shower on and running, and she brought her bag in there with her, and she has the picture of her. She's tearing it up the tiny little pieces, flushing it down the toilet um, while all this is going on outside. I see this, yeah. And you've got the shower running, uh, and you're just, maybe you're kneeling by the toilet and just, like, ripping this and, and throwing it in. Um, and you come over to the sink um, and look at yourself in the mirror and just um, just have images of this photo you just ripped up while you see your own reflection and you look in the mirror at the shower curtain and you hear that water coming down and you hear very faintly coming from the other room and you look at the shower curtain and it looks like it's like breathing she like slowly sees this in the reflection she's looking in the mirror and she breathes a couple breaths and real fast just spins around looks at the curtain is it still breathing yeah it appears like uh, imagine like a Stanley Kubrick cut like we just see your view closing in on the curtain that appears to just be moving in a way that it shouldn't. That hot steam rising over the top of the curtain. It, the water wasn't hitting the curtain. It shouldn't be moving like that. She walks up to it slowly and slowly puts her hands on the curtain. And... Don't. Does she? I'm going to open it. Does she open it right now? You put your hand on the curtain, and as you do, you see an outline of a hand right near yours. Mm. And you go to tear it open, and we go back to Vaughn. Vaughn, you pick up the phone. Hello? Hello? Yes, hello. This is Vilia speaking. Ahoy, hoy. Hello? Nothing? Nothing. Well, who's gone? Oh dear. Um, can I, uh, can I roll any, can I roll listen? Yeah. Listen harder into that earpiece. <laughs> we get really cram it in. Uh, okay, I spend some luck. And I, and I just succeed. Hello, hello, and you listen. Hello? And it sounds ever so 
ever so faintly, like someone breathing. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> no, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so rude. Uh, oh my god. Oh my god. The hand. Oh my god, my I hate all of this. <laughs> I love it. I'm having fun. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh baby! Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.